Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Today, we are joined by former NHLer and professional head coach, now current head coach up in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League, Coach Kevin Kaminsky. Coach, thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Dan. Thanks for having me. So for starters, can you kind of summarize your hockey career, both as a coach and as a player? Kind of just tell us where you've been, uh, what organizations have you been to? Oh, gosh, it's going to take a long time. But, uh, <laughs> no, I started my uh, – uh, I'm from a small town in Churchbridge, Saskatchewan, about 900 people. Played my minor hockey up there till midget, and I moved to Saskatoon uh, four hours away. And I played two years at AAA Midget Blazers. Then I played three years of Major Junior with the Saskatoon Blades. Uh, I wasn't supposed to get drafted, but I was drafted by the Minnesota North Stars uh, in the third round, 48th overall. And uh, was with them for, well, uh, I made Minnesota when I was 19. I played one game and uh, kept me around for a couple of weeks and decided to send me back down to junior again to finish up my junior career. And then that summer I got traded to the Quebec Nordiques where I spent uh, most of my time in the minors in Halifax, Nova Scotia, and one year in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And uh, I think I was there for four years and I got traded over to Washington um, where I played most of my NHL. Um, and, and, you know, I guess Washington farm team was in Portland, Maine, uh, Portland Pirates for the first year. Uh, the team moved from Baltimore uh, to Portland. We won the Calder Cup in 93-94. And um, then I finished my career. I played, uh, I think, a year in uh, Las Vegas with the Thunder. And then I uh, started in Providence with the Bruins and traded to Orlando Solar Bears. And that's where I ended up uh, getting my last concussion. And uh, the career was over after 11 years. So, and then from there, got into coaching. My first uh, coaching stop was with uh, Mike Babcock in the American Hockey League uh, with Cincinnati Mighty Ducks. So it was the farm team of the Detroit Red Wings and the Anaheim Ducks. And, uh, you know, God, then from there, I've been head coach ever since. Uh, Long Beach Ice Dogs. Um, what do we got? Uh, Youngstown, uh, Ohio. Uh, Mississippi River Kings, uh, Louisiana, Portland, Maine, uh, Fresno, California, and now back uh, back home in Saskatchewan with the LaRange Ice Wolves in the SJHL. Okay, yeah, we'll get back to your time in Youngstown for sure. But uh, first, what inspired you to get into hockey? Where, did you have any particular team or player that you were inspired by growing up? No, I mean, I, uh, my parents had skates on me when I was 21 months and, uh, I just loved, uh, you know, I, I didn't not only love hockey, but I loved every sport. Uh, I played every sport, uh, possible, whether it was track, badminton, I loved volleyball. Uh, we didn't have football or competitive football, uh, in the small towns back then. But, uh, like I said, I baseball played, uh, so I played played every sport possible, but hockey was uh, my favorite, and um, I just loved the both sides of the game, the finesse side of it, uh, making plays, scoring big goals, big hits, some fights, all that stuff, the roughhousing, and uh, you know, like you said, try to be uh, the best 200 foot uh, greasy gritty 
offensive-minded hockey player I could possibly be. Um, but, yeah, I mean, growing up when I uh, moved to Saskatoon, obviously uh, got to watch. So I played a little bit. I think I played five games with him, Wendell Clark, um, you know, who did it all as well. Uh, yeah, I got to watch him many times when I was playing or watching with the the Blazers, watching him play with the Blades, just uh, just a beast out there. Um, unbelievable skater, unbelievable shot, uh, big time hitter, and then obviously fight anybody. You know, he was uh, tough as they come. Um, and then also uh, growing up, uh, back when the uh, New York Islanders uh, were winning their cup, Brian Trotche, who was a Saskatchewan boy from Val Marie, uh, he was, I, I, I still think he is the best two-way centerman to ever play the game. Um, you know, he did it. He did it all. And uh, those are my two idols. And uh, But I just, again, I just uh, love love the game of hockey, and that's why I'm still in it and still coaching after, God, I think it's my 23rd year now coaching. So. so as a player, which team or organization, you've been to plenty, as you mentioned, which of those organizations do you find the most success in or that you feel you fit best in? Well, I feel I feel like right now I feel very comfortable in Larange. I mean, uh, the board, the the team is run by a board, and the board has been awesome to work with. Um, you know, I, I just can can go to them and ask for stuff, and uh, usually it's a yes. Um, so yeah, I mean, we want to try and run it as professional as we can for these young kids. We want to move these kids on to. Uh, uh, college and, and some pro, um, you know, we want to teach, we want to develop, we want to mature these kids both on and off the ice, uh, uh, to not only make them better hockey players, but better people for, uh, uh life skills as well. And uh, I, I mean, anytime you play in NHL, whether it was Minnesota, Quebec or Washington, I mean, it's those, those, those organizations are class actors. They're run first class and, and I had in the minors as well. I, you know what? I enjoyed everywhere I played, everywhere I coached. Um, I made the best of it. Uh, got involved in the community, whether as a player or as a coach. Um, and I, I enjoyed my time everywhere possible. I mean, obviously Washington, with being there three and a half years, um, has a little bit more uh, clout, I guess, just because. Um, you know, I, I stayed there one summer, did a lot of promotions and, and stuff for them. And, uh, you know what, it's just, uh, but, but like, again, I just, uh, I did whatever I could to help make not only myself better, teammates better, but the organization better, whether it was a player, as a coach, uh, I tried to do whatever I could possible. So in your playing days, you earned what I think is probably the coolest nickname that you can have as a professional athlete. You're known as Killer Kaminsky. Um, and that comes with the fact that you were one of the toughest guys there were. As a coach, do you expect that kind of that same kind of physicality from your players? And how important is it to have that level of grit and toughness in today's hockey? Well, I, obviously, I think the, the fighting part of the game is, is going out uh, slowly. Um, I think it still serves a purpose. Um, you know, like I, I remember my first year coming to uh, Larange, and um, you know what? We teams hated to come and play in here. It's a smaller barn. 
We played greasy, greasy. We played gritty. We played hard. We kept coming. We took, we took games over in the third. Um, so I, I think the intimidation factor is still there, but not at that level as it once was where you had five or six guys or seven or eight guys who could play, but also fight. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was, uh, today's more of, um, a relentless work ethic, but a greasy, gritty style finishing checks, just wearing their, wearing their D men down, going back to get pucks. And, and again, just keep on coming, keep on coming. And, and I think, like you said, you, if you get everyone to do it, like I said, there, there's guys who have that knack to have big hits and finish checks a little bit better, but you know what, even as a goal scorer, I, I get my guys to at least get in front of them, give them a little shot, stay between your man and that just frustrate them offensively. Uh, and, and that goes a long way. And, and when guys see the, you know, your goal, goal scorers doing it, you know what, it's contagious and, uh, and, and it works if, if everyone's on, if everyone's on the same page. So you spent about a decade and a half coaching at the professional level. And obviously now you're with the LaRange Ice Wolves in the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. Is there any big difference between coaching veterans at the professional level, whether that's AAA, AA, whatever, versus coaching young teenage prospects at the junior level? Well, not really. I mean, you, uh, you know, you as a coach, I try and be demanding without demeaning. Um, you know, you, first of all, you got to get uh, you got to get 25 guys to buy into your foundation or systems, however you want to call it. And, and when you when you get guys buying in, because um, they come from all different walks of life, and uh, some have never been uh, coached like that before and um you know but but if you can get everyone on the same page and uh whether it's the four check whether it's the track pressure the d zone coverage you get everyone on the power play penalty kill working together uh, as units um I, I really believe you can uh make hay while the sun shines you you can uh you can get a lot of wins that way and, and especially if you have your your skill which doesn't work if you don't have the will is you know will over skill is for me is huge but i i really believe like you said if, if you can get everyone to buy in and uh you you can get big time results and, and and go on a good run and make a good chance to uh to win a cup every year and uh so yeah i mean it's uh whether it's in the pro game whether it's in Junior hockey, you you got to get the guys to buy in and uh, uh, to your systems and foundation. Otherwise, if you got guys all over the page, then it ain't going to work. We're talking with Kevin Kaminsky, former NHLer and professional head coach, now head coaching for the LaRange Ice Wolves of the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. So, Coach Kaminsky, let's talk about your time here in Northeast Ohio. You were coach for the Youngstown Steelhounds before they unfortunately folded in 2008. Can you kind of describe or summarize the few years that you were out here in Youngstown? And what, what was it like to be coach for that team? Well, I'll tell you what, that was, uh, that was those were two fantastic years for me. Um, you know what we had we made some big strides uh, both years and 
you know what, I, I had a great group of guys, obviously, you know, Chris Richards, um, uh, you know, some Jeff, um, oh God, why am I drawing a blank? Um, Jeff Christian, uh, uh, yeah. you know, we, we had those guys and, and we had character guys. We had good goaltending. We had good defense, Jeff Alfenbrack. And, and, uh, like I said, these guys, uh, you know what they, they bought in, they went to war for each other. You know, unfortunately, uh, Colorado who, uh, won the league, I think both years we were in it, who we lost out to, mm-hmm. um, you know, they, they had very, very good teams as well. But like I said, it was, um, man, I, I that that Youngstown was, was kind of special for me because obviously uh, that building was awesome. Um, I, I know they didn't do very, fair very well the first few years, but we kind of brought, we started getting the fans into the building. Um, and it was, it was a good atmosphere. And, uh, like I said, these, these guys, uh, man, I tell you what, they uh, they played hard. They had fun off the ice, but they came to the rink every day to get better. And uh, like I said, there were so many good memories uh, in Youngstown. And I, I can't thank, uh, uh, you know, obviously the organization uh, and, the, and, and the fans of uh, – of the steel hounds, uh, you know, for two great years and, and, and especially the players that, uh, like I said, who bought in and just went out of their way and did whatever it took to, uh, you know, get where we were with all the wins that we had and a good chance at playoffs both years. I mean, it was, it was a fantastic, uh, two years and a lot of great memories for me. Yeah, right now, Youngstown at that arena, they do have a junior-level team called the Youngstown Phantoms, and they seem to draw pretty good crowds. Uh, based on your observation and experience, uh, do you think the Steelhounds could have lasted much longer in Youngstown had there not been issues with the ownership? Oh, for sure. Like I said, I, I think we got the, we started getting the fans back. I think people were excited about the teams that we had. Um, you know, just unfortunate that with, uh, I don't know, the, uh, the ownership and the, the league didn't see eye to eye on some stuff. And, and you know, at that time, I think, well, especially the second year, because I think Shreveport was out the second year. I mean, our closest trip, I think, was 11 hours. Uh, to, I can't remember where the heck it was. Maybe it was Shreveport. I can't. Yeah, maybe it was Shreveport. Someone else mm-hmm. bowed out after the first year, but. Yeah, the travel the travel was insane. Uh, that cost a bundle of money, but I I, I don't think they seen eye to eye on some stuff. But I, I think we just got that turned around, and I think the businesses of uh, Youngstown were starting to get you know we we're getting good sponsorships, all that stuff. Everything was coming into play. Unfortunately, things didn't work out. So I mean, it was uh, that I my my two years there were awesome. I wish it would have been more, but unfortunately, that's the way the way hockey goes sometimes. What are your, what are some of your favorite memories about being here in Northeast Ohio, whether it's on the ice or off the ice? Well, I, I mean, um, you know, obviously it was a beautiful place to play. Obviously met some great people, uh, you know, within, you know, I had had the daughter, three daughters. I mean, it was, uh, they, they were doing their cheer, got to meet great people uh, from cheer um and then their school 
and their act, other activities they were in. You know, Cindy, the head of the booster club, I mean, uh, the booster club was treated the boys absolutely unbelievable with all the stuff that they did and gave to the boys. Um, yeah, it was, it was fantastic. And, uh, you know, we got to, uh, get out and get to know the restaurants and, uh, uh, just, just everything was, I don't know. It was, it was, it was like home. It was just, uh, you, you felt at home and, uh, just with the, all the people that you got to meet and, um, but, but again, I, like I said, every, everyone had their part that made it special. Um, you know, but, but again, on, on the ice, like you said, there were so many good memories of, uh, of the way we turned things around there and all the wins and the camaraderie with the boys. And, you know, like I said, I think even like the one year when uh, it was a few years after, I think a couple years after Hurricane Katrina went, we started that road trip uh, with a 34-day road trip, for the first 14 games on the road. We went 12-1-1. and It was an outstanding start. I remember we uh, we went to um, New Orleans for a few years. We we split up into two groups and we gutted two houses down at the lower ninth ward as 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 a team. Um, you know that was a special uh, moment for for me as well to give back to uh, the people of New Orleans. Um, you know to try and get their places back. I mean, like I said, there are so many good memories. Uh, you know, and I said just all the good memories with uh, with the players. Uh, the players made it special because they were the ones who, uh, you know, put in the blood, sweat, and tears to, uh, you know, get us on the map and, and a team to be reckoned with. So let's flash forward to today. What does this season have in store for you in La Ronge? Um, well, it's been it's been a challenge this year. So, I mean, we, you know, uh, the first year I came in, we, we got off to a really good start and, uh, you know, I think they had 28 wins in three years. We went 33, 19, and six. COVID hit. We got shut down in playoffs. We started last uh, year four and one, um, and then COVID hit, got shut down again. And then this year's been uh, kind of a slow start, but uh, we've hit the injury bug. Uh, and it's and you know what? I had 9D as of yesterday, and I've got six today. We had one, you know, one I traded. Thought we had enough, and now two guys got injured in practice today. So it's just been, it's just been a roller coaster with injuries and everything else, and trying to hold this together with uh, some gorilla glue and uh, duct tape and everything else. But we're we're accepting the challenge, and uh, uh, we're we're going to uh, make playoffs with what we got, and uh, keep on uh, being positive and uh, find ways to win uh, day in and day out. Right, just keep on rolling. Uh, so the last question I have for you, uh, this is kind of geared towards our non-hockey listeners. Uh, what makes hockey so unique compared to other sports? Uh, like here in the U.S., of course, it's not it's it's popular, but it's not nearly as popular as it is up in Canada. So why should someone here in the U.S. who's not a hockey fan, why should they become a hockey fan? Well, first of all, I mean, there's so many so many different things to become a hockey fan. I mean, it's a uh... It's a high tempo, fast paced game um, where you got to do everything at, uh, you got to do everything quick. Otherwise, you're going to be, the other team's going to put you on your ass. And, uh, um, 
know, so so again, you you, you got to do everything with your with your head up, otherwise you're going to pay the price. I mean, you get to see see some unbelievable finesse with soft passes, some beautiful goals, some toe drags, some dangles. Um, but also, again, you have that greasy, the grittiness. You get to see the best, you know, the best saves from the best goalies in the world. Um, defensive plays, guys sacrificing their body, taking hits to make plays, going down to block shots. Um, just, just guys who that. Uh, and then you're going to see the odd fight too, that toe to toe fight that fans absolutely love. Um, but, but I think you're going to, like I said, you're going to see a little bit of everything in the game of hockey. And I think the the best part is that uh, the guys that play the game, they always give back to the fans, um, signing autographs or whatever it is. Uh, so, so the fans can. Uh, be part of, of the team as well and, and to me that is that is what makes the game so great is uh, uh, to give back uh, you know to the fans to the community to the organization um, wherever you are and, and get involved uh, and, and like I said bring the bring the community bring the fans back to the rink to where they belong and, and enjoy 60 minutes of unknown amazing, uh, stuff that you're going to see in, 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 as I just stated in hockey. So it's uh, truly the best sport in the world. Coach, thank you so much for joining us today, and good luck on your season up in Saskatchewan. Thank you, Dan. I appreciate it. That was Kevin Killer Kaminsky, former NHLer and pro head coach, including for Northeast Ohio's own Youngstown Steelhounds, and now current head coach for the LaRange Ice Wolves of the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of SPT Overtime. Make sure to tune in to Sports Power Talk every Sunday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on 88.1 WZIP or on the Radio FX app. This is Dan Groen for WZIP Sports.